It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to joeskarting.com. Karting with a K. You know, here's a great deal about Joe's Karting. Obviously, we, we've covered the indoors part, so rain, snow, shine, uh, whatever the weather condition is, 80-mile-an-hour uh, wind gusts, uh, you can uh, you can race inside Joe's Karting. That's one great pot, point. Uh, other great point, they have a nice parts store inside of Joe's Karting. So if you're a racer and you need tires or you need parts and pieces for your car, you can always get some parts and pieces from the Joe's Karting parts store. You can also join the Joe's Karting Facebook page and you will not get denied like Dirk did with the black NASCAR fans. Sorry for your loss, bud. I'm telling you, you know, <laughs> the, we've, we both agree pretty much on a definition of racism, but, you know, to get it proved to me, I think uh, when I get down to Kansas City here in a couple months, I think I want to try and bend old Matt Humphrey's ear for a little bit. I'll give him a heads up to avoid us. <laughs> no, I just want to see what he has to say about it. And he's I'm going to give you, he's going to give you the, the uh, political, uh, you know, everybody's welcome. Well, no, you know, and the bad part is they don't tell me why I'm denied, but it's pretty easy to figure out. Yeah. It's Cause you're white. It, I mean, it's simple. It's a, I mean, for hundreds of years, I don't know. It's, it's getting into a political conversation. I, I think it's a bad thing, but also I don't really care. <laughs> that there is a black NASCAR fans because there is a white NASCAR fans page. It's just called NASCAR. They, they just don't include the white part of it, but. No, but <sighs> there's black people in that group. The Mexican people. Yeah. Hell, there's people from foreign countries in there. I mean, overseas and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people in Canada. Maybe it should be called the Canuck NASCAR fan page. <laughs> Let's get into the news before we get uh, canceled by, uh, by woke America. Uh, Josh Williams is the most famous person in NASCAR right now. <laughs> he is now on a NASCAR enforced one week vacation after his actions at Atlanta. NASCAR has suspended him for one race in the Xfinity series statement from Josh Williams says after the release of NASCAR statement today regarding the penalty from Atlanta, I want to take the time to say thank you. I want to thank every one of my sponsors for their continued support, which he Percent, uh, continues to list off. He says, I want to thank all the fans for sticking by my side and showing love. Uh, I stand behind what I did and I don't regret any of my decisions. I stand behind NASCAR for these decisions and will continue to always continue to support them. I am not going anywhere anytime soon. I hope the loyal fans of NASCAR continue to fill the infield and the grandstands. We'll be back stronger than ever and ready to race the number 92 DGM racing team Chevy back up front peace and love and his new his new uh logo is the uh the hands uh put together to make a heart <laughs> well i you know i don't know where he's sitting in points or anything like that i don't know if he's been in all the races this year or anything like that but a one race suspension could end up a lot more than one week you know if uh if he's misqualifying for some races and stuff oh, like that yeah yeah, but I, again, I don't know where that lays out. You know, if he's in the top, you know, 34, 35 in points, 
getting missing one race could cost him. He is currently sitting 22nd in the points oh, in the Xfinity yeah. Series. Solid, even missing a race. Yeah. He shouldn't drop out of the top 36, I wouldn't think. So we talked a little bit about it on Tuesday's show, and I, I think we should probably dive into it just a little bit more. Um, we didn't really talk much about why he got parked by NASCAR. We talked more about the communication, NASCAR saying, uh, you know, 92 truck, you're you're done. I don't I, I have not been able to find NASCAR the communication. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Those radios are monitored and and there's there's the ability to get that out there is available. I'm kind of confused as the reason why I have been able to find it with a simple yeah, YouTube search. It was not in the truck race. It was the 92 car in the Xfinity race. Oh, did I say truck? Yes, you oh, did say sorry. 92. So anyways, I don't know the exact verbiage, but I've heard from several, I've read several articles and it sounds to me like NASCAR ordered him to the garage. So in that sense, I think NASCAR is right that, that he parked his car on the start finish line. They were trying to get done with the caution because of the debris falling off of his car. The caution got extended. And I believe NASCAR's thought was that's that's violating the damaged car policy. So send him to the garage. And he lost his cool and he parked on the start finish line and he prolonged the caution. So I'm I'm kind of thinking about this at an I-80 stance. And or even Eagle. I mean, I could only imagine what Lisa Kaziski or Lisa Layton or Roger Hayden would be saying over the radio if a driver disagreed with them being parked for the night and parked it on the start finish line, got up and walked to their hauler. I, I can only imagine the things that would be said over that receiver. So I kind of side with NASCAR on this to where they were trying to get the caution cleaned up and, and done with, and, and he prolonged it. I don't know if it, re- if it warranted him being pulled from the race because a piece of Barabon fall off, fell off. Well, that's what caused the caution. That was the debris. Right. Yeah. I, I get it that they would get frustrated. And again, I'm, I'm looking at it from standing in the announcer's booth and being able to hear what the race directors are saying for two incredibly successful dirt tracks. And I would assume probably a lot of dirt tracks would be the same way that they get tired of these caution laps just as much as the fans do. And just as much as the drivers do and the teams do. And Josh Williams didn't help the situation any by parking it on. Now he's gained a ton of, notoriety for the sport whether it's the good notoriety or not it, it's just kind of it i i think josh was wrong in parking it on the start finish line i don't know if nascar was right in parking him because of the bear bond falling off well i i don't have any of the articles pulled out in front of me i'm actually sitting in a parking lot today because of oh. as he's scheduled. but uh is his name josh williams or josh thompson williams oh okay i don't know why i was thinking it was josh thompson Give me a heart attack there that we've recorded so many minutes of the French stretch and I've been saying the wrong last name. (laughs) Well, yeah, for some reason I was thinking it was Thompson. So, you know, that's what, that's just why I wanted to clarify that. Uh, So what do you think? Should NASCAR have parked him because of the bear bond falling off? Yes, absolutely. It's against, it's in the rules. You know, he had stuff falling off on the track. He caused the, thing and like he said he goes it's so cold out here the barabon's not sticking and that was shown the next day when a couple of the cup teams put barabon on and they showed the guys with the uh 
little propane torch that they use on the tires that they were heating up the Barabon before they put it on. Mm-hmm. You know, to try I, and get it to here. This but. damaged car policy was something that was a little, I remember us talking about it. It was a little controversial when it came out, but the numbers have really backed up that they're not having nearly as many debris cautions since implementing the damaged car policy, which oh, is, absolutely. which is definitely, I can't remember the exact time. Is it five minutes? You've got five minutes on pit road to fix your car or you're, you're done. Or is it well, 10 minutes? No, it, I think it was this year. They went, they moved it back. They, they moved it back once to six minutes. And I think this year they moved it to seven minutes. And at the Atlanta race, they were talking because of the cold that was going to be eight minutes. Okay. From the car. I, I did a quick search, and on August 31st, 2022, CBS posted that there is a 10-minute policy. NASCAR today announced an update to the to the teams to the sports damage vehicle policy on Wednesday, increasing the amount of time permitted to teams to repair the crash uh, crash damage on pit road from six minutes to 10 minutes. Yeah, so well, that, the other day, the other day they said it was eight minutes. They were increasing it from seven to eight. I do seem to remember some sort of article saying they were they were that that it had changed. So I this like I said, this is from August of last year, so it's probably outdated by now. But but teams have that amount of time to make the repairs onto the car, and then the car has to get out on the pit road and make or get it back onto the racetrack, and then makes I believe it's several laps under. Uh, minimum speeds if they can't the nascar flags them and, and their day is done right but the minimum speed also changed minimum speed when i was doing it was uh 10 of the pole sitter speed mm. but i know they've changed it now i'm not sure exactly what it is so i mean <laughs> you know if you were at bristol and the pole was just say 15 seconds 10% of that would mean you had to run it in 16.5. There were cars starting the race that couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially at a place like Daytona where you're turning a, you know, a very high 40, let's just say a 50 second lap. So you get 55 seconds. Well, there, there's cars that are starting the race that aren't that fast. Right. I do want to also promote that Josh has jumped on the bandwagon of the uh, T-shirt and logo information. So uh, there is the Parkit T-shirt, which is Josh Williams' car. It's all sorts of beat to crap. It's the car from from Atlanta, and uh, I I want to say the proceeds go to Josh's charity. He's got some sort of a charity that he works with. Good for him. So uh, I would highly encourage you to go get yourself a T-shirt and uh, and help out Josh's charity. I, I'm trying to thumb through his Facebook page to try to find it, but I just can't quite seem to find it in time because – or not Facebook, but Twitter. So um, I apologize I can't find that information, but there is, all the proceeds are going to this charity. So it, it goes to a good cause, and I want to say it has something to do with cancer, but I could, there's a very good chance I could be wrong with that. Uh, any other, any NASCAR news we need to talk about? I haven't really seen anything that we really need to cover. No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen anything come across. I've been busy the last couple of days with everything with my mom and all the stuff I've got going on, but, uh, no, I don't recall anything, uh, going on. There were some, uh, there's some ringers being brought in 
Um, I cringe at that term these days. Yeah, exactly. Can you you tell me the last time a quote-unquote ringer won a road course race? Um, I don't think they ever have. I, I don't think so either. They bring in these guys like Boris said, and uh, I, I don't even think I would count Justin Marks as a ringer, but um, you know, these guys that they're supposed to be fantastic at road courses and they run 20th. Oh yeah. There have been a few of them that have, have qualified up front, but I don't think anybody, um, Ron fellows, I think might've won, uh, uh, an Xfinity race or, uh, um, I don't remember if it was Xfinity or Bush or whatever that division was at the time, yeah. but I think he won a road course one time, but I don't think anybody won one in cup. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so either. And it, it's, it just, it, yeah, we'll see what happens with these guys, but uh, let's see entry list uh, for the cup series, 39 cars entered. The 15 car was one. Rick Ware Racing got somebody in one of their cars, but I don't remember. It's got a real funky name, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, Jensen Button? Yeah, there you go. I just think the name Button for a car driver is kind of funny. I want to go watch the movie Benjamin Button. Uh, all right, this Sunday's race, the Eco Park Texas Grand Prix at the Circuit of the Americas, 2.30 on Sunday. Make sure to get your picks in on time. Coverage will be on Fox and PRN as well as Sirius XM. Practice is set for Friday at 1.05 in the afternoon. And then qualifying is set for Saturday at 10.30 in the morning. So we'll have qualifying set Saturday afternoon. And then the race will happen Sunday afternoon at 2.30. I don't think there's any racing going on this weekend. Although the weather looks like it's decent, but... It's still, it dips below freezing in the overnight hours. So I don't think even if there was a race scheduled that I'm missing, I don't think we'd be able to get it in. Uh, Next weekend is uh, Eagle Raceway's season opener. Well, they're, they're, yeah, their season opener with the topless nationals on Saturday. Early forecasts show high of 59, low of 39. And I don't think it gets below freezing for most of that week. So they should be fine with, de-winterizing the track and getting set although there is some showers in the area on friday but the good news is we don't race on friday uh it's going to be a saturday race there's supposed to be practice on friday so uh eagle raceway kicks off friday with uh practice and then saturday april 1st with the topless nationals you coming out to that maybe uh like i said it's just so much going on on my end i don't know Mm -hmm. Well, I got a ticket for you if you do. Stu Snyder's coming up next. This was a great interview we did at the World of Wheels Car Show. Uh, started off talking a lot with Stu, and then all of a sudden, Stan Caesar and Tom Grosso showed up, and they kind of hijacked the interview, but I think it turned out pretty good. Had a great conversation with these guys, and of course, uh, talking with Stu Snyder about his plans for 2023. Hang tight. Turn number two just around the corner. Dirk and I are going to sit down with Superman Stu Snyder on the front stretch.
Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you White Knuckle Racing by the River bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. This time I'm talking laptop screen replacement. We've all made the mistake of dropping our laptop. Maybe one of our animals stepped on it. Maybe we set something heavy on top of it and we just didn't realize it was too heavy. And you go to turn that laptop screen on, there's a giant crack across it. That doesn't mean your laptop is completely worthless. In just a couple of days of turnaround, I can easily get your laptop screen replaced. And usually it's for a pretty reasonable price. Don't think your laptop is completely wasted just because you have a broken screen on it. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641, or shoot me an email, tailoredcomputersandrepair at gmail.com. I'd be glad to give you an estimate on how much it's going to cost to replace your laptop screen. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch, rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Get over to Quaker Steak and Lube at Council Plus seven days a week. Great food, great specials. Uh, there's a little bit of beer over there, but uh, you can uh, always enjoy some non-alcoholic beverages if, if that's your your uh, your way. And, and I'm working very feverishly to get my favorite high noons in there. You know how much I love those high noons there. I watched them disappear rapidly. They do. They <laughs> I think they only fill those cans half full. So I'm going to talk to the uh, owners over there and figure out what's going on. But And I jo- think they only put two cans in every four-pack, too. <laughs> they may. Uh, joining us on the show now, driver of the number 5 360, uh, excuse me, number 23S 360 Sprint Car, and the number 5 um, 305, and the number what, 410? Well, if we did that, it'd probably be one of those. <laughs> and the any other number of anything he gets in. If I yeah. get in the Silver Crown car, it might be a different number, but... Didn't somebody just that. offer you a hobby stock ride recently? Yeah, Champ did. I said, I don't think that'd be a great idea if you want that thing straight for the icebreaker. Well, it's not like he's going to keep it straight long. Yeah, my, my last uh, my last driving experience with anything with doors didn't go well. No? It was fast, but uh, I slid some chick and hot laps and realized that there was a trailer, you know, sheet metal behind me and got into the side of her left Aww. front. So. Yeah. I'm not a fan of doors yet, I guess. <laughs> that, yeah, that depth is, is, would be the tough to get used to. yeah. Because you're used to what, two foot? Yeah, maybe. And normally you got a big old cushiony right rear on the outside of that that, that uh, will bounce a little bit off of something. <laughs> we're talking with Stu Snyder, Superman Stu Snyder. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, we're at the auto show, and I said, we got to get Stu on. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, an annual, it's an annual deal. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to do this one again, though. This experience was pretty <laughs> shitty. Stu's, Stu's well, a little frustrated. I'm a little flustered at the moment. <laughs> hey, we just we just got power at like five minutes to ten this morning. And really? We set up on Thursday. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we PJ got here. We were ready to do our first interview, and I couldn't get any of the speakers and headphones to work. So oh, that, wow. I think we started... An interview with an announcer that was going to take a half hour easy, uh, 15 minutes late. So we're back on schedule-ish Kind now. of. I'm late. Yeah, it's okay. It's the, we learned a long time ago to book a half an hour for these interviews because they're probably going to take 15 or 20 minutes, and that gives us a little bit of a break, but also gives us a cushion for when 
the driver doesn't show up, the equipment doesn't work, yeah. the, you know, a, a, long, weather, a, a randomly the long lines, conversation. which door to come in, which yeah. ticket to come in, which door with. Yeah, which which hoop to jump through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wanted to just go to the, there's a cheerleader thing. A couple yeah. uh, buildings over or doors down. Maybe we should have just went over there. That would have been fun. I think Disney on Ice is here, too. Yeah, yeah we could have done that. Here. I don't know. Cruz might have liked that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about the season. You are going to be leaning a little bit more on the 360 this year? Yeah. We got, uh, I think she told me, 18. 16 to 18 races with the 360. Um, with the Nebraska 360 Series. A couple at Knoxville. Uh, we're actually looking to add one back. Um, to the Nebraska 360 schedule that was it was a race it got had to get canceled now we Off might road. have it back I worked nope nope big old track in Kansas oh hopefully one. we can uh, have that solidified this this weekend actually um, with Joe's permission and and we can get that back on that schedule and we can go down there so I've been working with Drew and with Joe the last couple of days when I seen that the Norfolk one had gotten canceled Let's put Belleville back on the map because it was already on the schedule. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want to run against the Nebraska guys, so they cut that out. But, and then we've got 40, 40-ish, 305 shows, you know, the normal, the normal as many as we can hit wherever we can go and see what happens. Maybe we can finally get a national championship out of that deal. So 18 360 shows, that got one rebuild in there for the season then? No, you get the whole well, season? yeah, hopefully we'll, the, we should be able to get all year. We'll probably put valve springs in it halfway through the season, but uh, I just had it freshened and had the 305. It got all new internals and some other stuff put on it to maybe pick up a little extra power. So all of our stuff's fresh. Um, we should be able to make the year with those engines, and then I don't know what we're going to do next year. Freshen <laughs> them up, and I don't know, looking at some of these cars, it might be cool to put a 360 in one of those and go to Cars and Coffee every Saturday morning <laughs> that they have it. It seems like, you know, I've, I've had so many drivers come on here and they say, you know, we're, we're talking about slowing down, we're talking about retiring, and to be honest, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> BS. Yeah. It kind of feels like it's actually, like you're comfortable with the idea of slowing down. Yeah, I mean, this 60, 40, whatever, you know, shows a year is becoming a drag, and it's becoming to where it's not as much fun anymore. The only time we have fun is when we win. Mm-hmm. When we well, don't do win, of course, funny. of course, you know that's a normal driver. When you don't win, you're mad or you're you're stressed out or you're angry. But we got crews getting older. Kenley's getting a little older. Maybe they want to drive. I know he does. Um, just looking at the family thing, you know, I guess it wasn't a bad thing. But when I grew up, we were always at a racetrack. Yeah, I never went to go see anything else in this country. We yeah. always went racing. You know, we drive past Mount Rushmore on mm-hmm. the way to Black Hills Speedway. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should stop. I've never been there. You know, maybe we should check it out every once in a while. And being able to run a 15 to 20 race schedule between two cars next year, we've got the opportunities for weekends. Maybe we can go do that or we can just go to a race and just watch it. Did you, you know? ever think? Did you ever think 15, 20 years ago that you'd beg for a rain out every once in a while? No, no, and and, <laughs> and I, I I'm looking, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get these first couple in at, at Harlan with both cars two weeks in a row back to back, and looking at the weather, I don't think that deal's going to happen either. Yeah, so it's uh, it, well, and it could turn on a dime too. We'll see what. Yeah, happens. let's hope. But. I mean, I I wanted to get my rig out of of uh, out of my dad's acreage. I wanted to get it home and get it all cleaned up and get tires all mounted. I, I ain't moving it today. Yeah, I ain't moving it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we just went and restocked the flock a little bit, thinking that it was going to turn the weather pretty quickly and we were going to be able to move these chicks outdoors. Yeah, but no, 
they're, they're going to be living in the uh, living room for a couple more weeks. Yeah. yeah. I that, and I, I think the other thing, too, that makes me kind of realize that maybe it's, it's okay to back down is just the cost. You know, we're one of the most one of the most successful teams 305 wise we're pretty successful with the 360 you know winning championship at i80 last year winning all these races with a the, with the 305 and being consistent and everything else and we can't get sponsors yeah i don't know how i don't know why the sponsors we have it's great they back me they've backed me for years you know you've been with me for three years now you continue to help everything counts everything helps but you know, you see all these other teams getting huge, you know, huge sponsors or 20 grand or 10 grand or, you know. Yeah. Where? Where are they coming from? I They're know. not coming from anywhere anymore, Somebody it seems you know. like. And it, it's tough that it's, it's killing us. Well, and uh, I'll, I'll just say I've been impressed with what Cole Vanderheiden's been able to do. Yeah. He's, He's the only kid. one getting sponsors. His dad is just a, an animal for going and finding that stuff. Yeah. I mean, he, but, it, but it's, it, anybody that's considering sponsoring anybody or is thinking about it, it's it's been a, a positive adventure for me because that's the reason why I keep coming back on board every year is because you guys are great about you you check off every one of the boxes. We try. I've had guys that the have wife taken, does that stuff. Yeah, well, it, that's but that's it. <laughs> She's good it, at that for if me. If you want to be good at this, you got to have somebody that can do it because yeah. nine times out of ten, ninety nine times out of a hundred, the driver's not going to be good at social media, and that's fine. But you got to put somebody in somebody charge of social media. Yeah. You think Jordan Grabowski is good at social media? No, not at all. But he's got somebody that posts results and thanks sponsors, yep. and that's really the Photos first key of it. And, right. and you know, right. we try and do weekly, weekly shout-outs to our partners and everything else. And it, uh, you know, it, it's it's what's kept, I think, the people that we have on board. Yeah. But it's uh, it's tough to get new people with the way that the economy is. It's it's just a, it's a number of things. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the cost that we're going to have to spend on tires. You know, we've got 18 races. You better figure in $800 a night in tires for that 360 yeah. at 18 shows to run. Yeah, and you mentioned the economy. Like, I, in my industry, in my world, everything that I do, the, the couple of different avenues, bars and restaurants are literally printing money right now. I mean, they're up, they're up insane amounts of money. Liquor industry is through the roof. They, they, we, they, they, there's a cute term, unprecedented. Like, yeah. they've never had numbers like this in the history of alcohol. We just need to get Crown Royal on the side of the 5 <laughs> and the 23S oh, let's, We'll talk about Fireball. You know? let's, fire, we, let's we do Fire. Need, I don't, don't care. Don't as long as it ain't Jack Daniels, I can't drink that. But as long as it ain't Jack, we can put any name whatever on there. I for don't think Fireball five is for grand. a race car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that might. <laughs> it looked cool, though. It would look cool. You know, maybe Jack Fire. Yeah, yeah. One night we're driving around and Sarah's like, hey, you should add this song to your playlist. And I'm like, nah, it it, it mentions fire in it. Let's let's avoid that. Because the one night it pops up in the rotation will be after a 45-minute red flag of somebody caught on fire and is burnt in the ambulance. And just, you know, speaking of fire, Mark Dobmeyer got burned last night at Arizona Speedway. So he's out for a while. First or second, third degree burns to his legs. And, yeah, fire ain't good. I, I want to talk a little bit more about yeah, the future of, of Stu Snyder. So this, you, you've talked about Cruz is, prob- is, is going to be kind of picking up things in the next couple of years. That's got to be exciting to, to switch from driver to crew chief. Yeah, I think so. I and mean, it's I just got to keep the father in line um, and know that he's going to have he's going to have learning pains and, and struggles <laughs> and and learning this and learning that and and. Uh, 
I, I think hopefully I just have to pull Kendall back from being the go-kart mom that we see at the turkey chase and whatnot because I know I know it's going to get to that point. Who's the first get in a fight? You yeah, or Kendall? It no, it ain't going to be me. It's going to be Kendall. She's Somebody's going to dump Cruz, and that's going to be the end of it. And then somebody's going to yell. Then Kendall's, yeah, it's... I think I think she's the fiery one of this deal. And, and you know, she kind of talked to me more about the re- kind of half-assed retirement schedule. and Yeah. And well, maybe we should put fireball on the back of her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the fire. one that's going to need it. I'll get you a fireball jacket. Yeah, she'll need that. And, and yeah, I think. And the CCP. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that Cruz can can move up through this and, and be successful, I think. he's As long as we can get his iPad out of his hands. But at the moment, that's all we can do because it's raining or yeah. snowing every other damn day. I know. Yeah, Poor kid gets to ride his four-wheeler once a week, and then the next day practice. it's snowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for practice. sure. And by we the just way, don't want to clean it. <laughs> I think paying attention to the early weather forecast or the, uh, the weather uh, 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 trends, Thursdays is going to be a very moist year. Thursdays yeah. is going to be we've, – we've had – in the last three weeks, we've had snow on Thursdays. Well, that's better than Saturdays. Yes. That's better than Fridays. Yeah. And we had a, a, poor, a wet – Poor Columbus is going to rain every sprint car show out again this year. Those guys, the Lincolns need a, a break, but maybe it'll be up that far enough that I'm, 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 I've only really been paying attention about the, the Omaha-Lincoln area. But uh, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, talking to Stu Snyder, driver of the 23S and 305. So you're good with, with slowing down. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, you know, we lost I-80. Uh, it's going to cost a lot more to travel, you know. Granted, yeah, we lost them, but we didn't lose a series. Yeah. Um, yeah we didn't really lose the fans. Up. You know, Jay Burdick and Joe, they, Jay Burdick, he's tip the hat to that guy. He's keeping this thing alive. Did you see that sexy girl just walked by? Oh, was that your, yeah, was that your wife? Woo! Is that the one that's ignoring him? Yeah. Good-looking <laughs> women walking by this place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But, no, you know, working with those, with those guys, um, it's just good people. Yeah, they they want to keep this thing alive. They want to keep it going, um, and maybe that's my maybe that's the only shows I end up running in the next few years and mixing some big three hundred five stuff. But um, we've got to get the fans that okay, yeah, I eighty's gone. It's not coming back. No, we still have a sprint car series that they all went to I eighty on a Friday night and watched, and mm-hmm. we still have a sprint car series that's now traveling a little bit. Get your buddies, get in a van. Yeah. Don't go by the river, get in the van, and go to the racetrack. Come as, watch us. Come support us. Keep it alive. As much as it hurt that I lost my Friday night home and, and all yeah. those memories and everything that was built, I was only there for six years, but, I mean, just six or seven years, but uh, it, it, it that's going to be a big gap that I'm missing. But I'm also, on the other side of it, kind of looking at it going, I can run down to Harlan mm-hmm. or US 30. Yeah. Because I'm not stuck at I-80 Speedway doing a NASCAR weekly racing night yeah. while while these other touring series are going on. I can hit some super late model series races outside of the area. Like I now have an open night to be able to run around and go yeah, see go these other, other tracks that I've never got things. to. Yeah, or you know, come announce the Nebraska 360 tour races. It's a thought. I want to talk. Still need a guy for that. How is how is the uh, the the tire situation going? I know that was a big issue with. Uh, middle of last year, getting tires for the 305s. Uh, has that been seemingly resolved, or are we going to yeah, be dealing with shortages? I think it's pretty good. I haven't heard anybody telling us we can only buy one, so mm-hmm. that's a bonus. 
Um, they're releasing the new ASCS tires. I've seen a couple people get a hold of those. Smiley's has got some. Um, uh, most of our tire suppliers back in Lincoln have already, you know, either put their orders in for next week or they're stocking up to get the orders in. No issues with getting anything. Uh, they're, I think that they're going to let us run all of our older stuff out, and then Joe's going to phase us in. And yeah. I think Hoosier is too. They're going to phase the ASCS National Tour over into the new tire, and they've got a stockpile of those. Uh, the Race Saver tires pretty much all stayed the same. The price went up, but that's... You know, so did every other, every would, other damn tire. I would just bet on par. It probably went up ten bucks. Yeah, well, like they, they raise it just enough to where you're like, really? Yeah, they were two forty last year. They're two sixty now. Yeah, I think three or four years ago they were one hundred seventy five. But no, so I think I think that you know the Hoosiers been able to catch up a little yeah. bit, even with the new kind of I guess rules that they you know, put in where we're only making this tire, this tire, and this tire. We're going to recreate, you know, the left rear tire. So I think maybe that helped them because they were just able to focus on five tires, not ten. It feels like anything in life, like what we've experienced the last couple of years is that prior to, I'm just going to call prior to 2019, it was all about variety. Mm -hmm. It was put out as many different varieties as you possibly can. If there's a chicken-flavored burger, if there's a, you know, I'm, I'm getting bad examples here, but but just put out, you, you were good at this one product. Yeah, yeah you saturate then, the whole thing yeah. with something And with, then you put plenty. out 50 different flavors of it, but then as everything shrunk down, now everyone's getting back to, okay, let's just focus on that one thing because yeah. we were we were stressing our production line, it, just yeah. like you're talking about there with Hoosier. Yeah, and it, it, it's kind of, I see the same thing with Molex where I work. Um, we're kind of the same, the same thing. We're 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 making stuff um, more centralized and less less different different stuff, but more of yeah. a standard product. Yeah. And I I don't know whether you know we're we're a big industry in the automotive, but with even with Hoosier, it's kind of the same thing. And I think that it helped them. Tom Grosso and Stan Caesar are sitting in front of the booth. Tom and Stan, if either of you want to grab a microphone and just kind of chime in with us a little bit. I don't bit, even know if they're listening. No, they're talking, yeah, and they can't hear us. If you guys talking. want to grab that microphone and just chime in and, and some of the stuff we're going to talk about, tire rules, engine costs, that stuff. Yeah, love to hear there's a car owner input. right there. Whoop, I muted. I meant to unmute. If you want to grab that microphone and just – but I, the next thing I want to talk about, when I was sitting at the Shane Hyatt uh, Benefit. Thank you. It's uh, it, uh, Tyler Drukey and um, uh, Nate Weiler, and I think there was one other driver. We're talking about the cost of the 305s. Mm-hmm. When you guys got into this, it was like $20,000 for an operation. Yeah. Tires, parts, pieces, chassis, engine, all that stuff. And, and when you get outside of that, you've got, you know, you, you've got your, right. uh, your, uh, your hauler. If you want to be open trailer, you want to be closed trailer. You've got your toter, all that extra stuff. But now... Tyler was talking about, he's like, it's getting to the point now where I'm going to start running more 360s because the cost of the 305 is climbing up to be the cost of the 360. Yeah, for sure it is. It's like right now, you're basically 305 teams are running what a 360 team ran in 2011, mm-hmm. 2010, 2008. You 10, know, a competitive. You mean back in 2011 when Jack was running a $40,000 Roush Ace? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're racing against. Pretty I mean, much. majority of the field doesn't have those real expensive, but to, to run the top five, 
Yeah, you got to. You have better it. bring your lunch. Yeah, you know. I'm lucky to have Myers Engines on my side, and they've been backing me since I started trying to do this 305 deal, and and uh, it's it's uh, it's for sure helped us be competitive because uh-huh. there's no way you can go out there and be competitive with a ten thousand dollar or a twelve thousand dollar motor. We're still running the same used block that I bought when I bought in. Yeah. Like how much? How much have you added? Oh, absolutely. You yeah, have to add, if, if you were going to buy it brand new, it'd probably be eighteen five. So yeah. you're so you're running that used block crank and rods, right? Block block crank and rods. <laughs> the argument can be a guy like Nate Weiler, who yeah, he's like Nate. He, I, it he was can, just because Nate learned everything from us. Uh, so that's why it was. <laughs> and he you know, can <laughs> win on a on a smaller operation. Nate oh, yeah. probably gets as much per dollar spent. Yeah. Is anybody down there? Yeah, it's been it's been tremendous tremendously cool and sometimes emotional for me to be able to watch Nate yeah. and watch even his brother Chase. You know, they worked with me for years, yeah. Years. They were my they were my crew for years and then uh, when the 305 deal come about and and they were like, "Well, hell, we can probably race, you know, this ain't costing too much." You know, and he had and been around the are. sport long enough where he walked in really and was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he, he knew, he, he, he watched me, he watched Jack, he watched people that me and him went and worked with. Um, and then he was, you know, he was able to come in with knowing how to build them, knowing how to, you know, knowing the setup stuff, kind of what changes when you do this and do that. Um, so I, I think that, that put him above any other rookie that was out there at the time. A, a guy like him that I'm just throwing a number out there looking at what he's got, he's probably a Fifteen to twenty thousand dollar operation, maybe yeah. closer to the fifteen than the twenty. Uh, but and he's talented. We've talked about it. He's he's won an eagle, I, I think, mm-hmm. a couple of times now. Um, but on a weekly basis, in a, in a larger scale, he's a small fish in a big pond. Yeah, that for, yeah. that twenty thousand dollar operation, and and that kind of when Stanford started talking about it, coming on the first stretch, talking about that. The race saver deal and, and staying you bought into it with a, a car and, and Tom Grosso with us too uh, had an operation for a long time and uh, it's again we're, we're talking about this the cost of it is creeping up yeah. so are we getting to the point where, where, where Roger who owns the race saver series the race saver title is he gonna have to start cracking down on different things you could do to the engine different parts you could put no, on your car to start I bringing this I don't think he can do that because you're I already at that point I, you're I, not going to bring us back because if think you bring us back not. you're going to lose cars I no. think what needs to happen is you know, you know he's got enough even IMCA any of them not just if Roger leave, if he leaves it alone life is good yeah just leave it alone but you've got these other you know potential track sponsors series sponsors well the price of everything that we've done in the last five years or ten years or, you know, the time of a whole sprint car. Everything's went up, but the yeah. purses have stayed the same. They're going to have to adjust that to put a little bit back in our pocketbook so we can survive an entire season. Or the little teams that were your filler cars that would put on a good race here or there or would be, you know, they're consistently top 15, top 20. Or they're learning. Where they're learning, those cars are going to be gone. And then you're only going to have 10 of these elite yeah. 305 teams well, that can afford to do this. And even with us, you know, everybody says, oh, the KRL car and the Snyder car, they're top flight, and they got all this money. We don't even got a pot to piss out of. We just <laughs> we know what to do with what we got. Do, we buy we, the best. And do, we, we have a th- do we have a 360 for the next race? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, or is this thing still alive? You know, yeah. but we, I guess we put off the the – you know, impression that that we're this big money type series or or team, 
and and you know it's it's still a struggle for us to be able to continue to do it so i can't imagine being a different you know a smaller team trying to run the what is there 18 races or 16 races at eagle mm-hmm. trying to run those at you know 260 times two every single night for rear tires yeah you're going to end up running them the next week hopefully if the track doesn't take rubber but if it does you're spending another 200 and you know 60 dollars times two the next week to be able to, to have a new tire for the feature. Just to help you out there, that's 520 bucks. Okay, cool. He, he can do <laughs> the math pretty quick. He's the number. I, I can't. That's yeah. I let the wife do that. And, <laughs> and All right. Stan, I just tell her what we got to buy. You mentioned that Roger shouldn't make any changes. Right. I, educate me. I, I feel like he needs to make changes to stop well, people from spending more money to keep it reined in. Guy, as long as the engine rules remain the same, you know. Oh, NASCAR has been that issue for years. Uh, Every time they make a change, whether they say it's going to save the owners money or it's going to cost them money, it costs them money. If he doesn't make any changes, these guys don't have to go out and buy any new parts. Guys are talking about, always talking about, reducing the wing size. Big, big, big mistake. When I got to go start looking for 4x4 wings or 3x5 wings like they used to run back in the day, and and if you talk to people, oh, that was the good old days. I've said it before, and I'll say it today. It's a circle. When the 410s priced themselves out and they were only getting 810 cars, the 360 was born. Mm-hmm. The 360s built to 40, 50 cars a night. Pretty soon, middle of the summer, everybody was out of mini. They were getting 13 to 50. Yeah. yeah. The 305s were born. And if they keep that in check, I think, I, re- I really think. You settled into something there. I think know? maybe the only thing that he could possibly do to rein the cost back in is you're going to have to get something done with tires. Uh, whether you can only run one tire, like the World of Outlaws or the All-Stars, you can only run one right rear, that same right rear tire all night long. That'll keep us, you know, that, that might put it more on a level playing field with other teams that can't afford to put, yeah. you know, a good used tire on for the heat race and then a brand new set on for the feature. Maybe that'll help, you know. But like Stan said, you can't you can't go back in time, change engine rules, because then we're all going to have to spend a ton of money to try and update our stuff. Or even like he said, you know, the little wing. Yeah, back in the day, it made me a good driver. You know, the NCRA tour that was all we had. We had and it taught you how to be a driver. That created but, less downforce. Yeah, it so creates less downforce, so you have to drive it better. You got to learn throttle control. You got to learn how to run a brake more on dry slick racetracks. But then you're okay. So now I've got a set of wings for the 305. Now I've got a set of wings for the 360 or the 410. And now the 360s have gotten to where they've priced themselves to where they cost just about as much to run as a 410. Yeah. But we're, it's, we're just, a, it's just a vicious cycle. So the, the, you think the overall answer is what I think IED Speedway did really, really well was add more money to the purse, but don't just add it at the top. You got to add it, you gotta it, add it to the back. Yeah. You got to add, add it, it to the back. back. And it seems like the Race Saver Nationals have done a very good job of that. Very good. Very good. Actually, even though they pay less to win, they actually have a better purse breakdown than Belleville does. Yeah. Uh, weren't you talking about you guys had a good payday uh, from this year's Race Saver Nationals because of the 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 middle to the back of the purse for the A feature? Oh, def- definitely. I mean, gosh, when you can when you can run seventh and be into the you know yeah make twenty four fifty yeah you make or it, whatever yeah, 22, it is twenty four fifty something like yeah, that yeah you know twenty two hundred. I mean, I look forward to the Nationals every year because that was our payoff for the year. Yeah. It was almost like a points fund. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and the other thing, too, is if you want to keep these guys around for the entire year, speaking of a series or speaking of a track, your points fund needs to, you know, look like something to where, man, Stu's leading points. He wants to stay. Incentive. He's going to, yeah, he, exactly, incentive. I couldn't yeah. think of the word, but he wants Loyalty to stick bonus. around and beat, you know, the last time I won a championship at a track, well, this year it had a great payout, thanks to Jay Burdick and a couple of other people. The year, the year we did it at Eagle, thanks to Carpet Land and, and Roger having some in that in two, you know, it was a great payout. Now, when you, when you, when you win, won the three sixties, that it year, was almost five grand. That was the year that we had the committee, and we went out and got some additional sponsorship on top of Rogers two thousand. Yeah, it was great. You it know? was great. Um, I think it's possible for them to do the same thing because right now, I don't even think it pays what a weekly purse would pay. To, to win the event or, or run in the top yeah. 10. I think you've got to look at that maybe and, and try and figure out a way to get some, some sponsorship money, some extra people money, a committee together to try and kick back for that points fund to be, you know, like the URSS. They run for 5000 to win. Or, you know, at the end of the season, their championship pays five grand. They yeah. have the same amount of cars run with them at every race because of, of that, I feel. Uh, we've been leading the points at Eagle the last three years. And we've wanted to go hit these bigger nationals, uh, I seventy or Belleville because they pay to, well. It's hard to go. So but we leave. You can't, you can't pass up the money for no. what you're giving up. Not you're, for what, not for what it costs us to operate. We think, oh, well, if we go down there and win, win Belleville, win seven grand. We can run this thing for you know ten, twelve shows. The the incentive to win the points at Eagle, monetarily wise, is not enough to keep you here. No, and it wasn't. So that's why we were we were traveling, but. And yeah, it's it's always great to say you're a champion, of course, although, at Eagle. Although Eagle's 250 to start, I, I would live and die by that. I I have a I have a really hard time even thinking about driving up to Houston on a Sunday yeah, night for sure for 150 to start. Yeah, or even to Denison. Denison's for the 150 same way. to start. I think some people have adjusted their purses for this year, um, and I think it's going to be a positive. Denison has. Uh, I think Houston has a little bit. A couple of the other places we go, Cameron, they've kind of adjusted theirs. Um, we're also working with Monte Faria to try and create a little NST series, piggyback off of these tracks this year, see how it goes. More money to start. Uh, 1000 to win, 300 to start, I think, is what it's going to be. I, I kind of like this. I think it's going to go well. The Sprint Series of Nebraska, yeah. which was always the same like 1000 Yep. And you got to run some different tracks, and you got to run some weeknights, yeah. you know, that aren't interfering with your point yeah. standings. And, 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 and Monty's whole deal behind it is to pay back more, to pay more to start, to maybe keep keep it alive and, and maybe build it a little bigger because our stuff isn't getting any cheaper, and it ain't yeah. going to. Hoosier's let's, not going to go back to $170 yeah. <laughs> for a tire. It's not happening. Let's let's uh, face it, it, it. We're not planning on getting rich doing this. No, no. And, and we've, shit, I think we've talked, what, 20-some yeah. minutes on money payout and we need more yep, yep. uh no the the Is you're that still all we've talked about there's still the thrill <laughs> of wanting to drive a sprint car it's just which one you want to run yeah uh we're gonna wrap it up with Stu and next weekend show or next tuesday's show uh stan caesar tom grasso we're gonna talk a lot about racing and, and getting into that stuff Stu, you're obviously welcome to hang around and and join into that but uh, i want to wrap up with you yeah end this Get week's show and then come back next week so make sure to thank all those great sponsors that have helped you out yeah for sure uh, i got to thank dan taylor with taylor computers uh KED trucking hosby power myers racing engines speedway graphics harris decals 
uh, momentum racing suspensions, JR1 chassis, Kaiser wheels, KRL Motorsports, of course, for keeping me alive in the 305 stuff. Um, and you always give me great equipment to run underneath me. Uh, Smith Repair, Laid Left Designs, Sosby Motorsports, and uh, Lutton Law. If you need anybody to do your taxes or anything like that, call Katrina at Lutton Law. She's great. Um, yeah, well, we already that, got into next week's show. Yeah, <laughs> let's look forward to, to uh, the year coming up, and let's go kick some ass and win some shows. By the way, those drivers that are uh, wanting to get on the front stretch, Stu did that off the top of his head. Yeah, I did. So it's not just about doing it here. It's about making sure you do it in victory lane, making sure you flag down a pit reporter to do a random interview to thank your sponsors, making sure you find Advantage Racing. That's what helps carry these sponsors a little bit farther. And then may help you get a new one. And make sure you show up any time that you uh, get a chance to do an interview. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Even if you're 10 minutes late because you can't go through that door with your ticket and your kid can't go through that door with the ticket, so you got to go to another door. Then you got to go to another ticket office to get your ticket. Oh, and it's raining. Why you didn't it's have raining. your blood sample ready to go is just beyond yeah. me. I mean, I, well, I'm just happy that I didn't need a VAC card because I wouldn't. Uh, we're yeah, not it, going down it, that road. Well, I, I wouldn't have been in here. And we canceled the cavity searches. So yeah, you got I lucky mean, there man. too. My God. That's but anyways, thanks for having me. It's going to do it for us this week again. Join us next Tuesday as we're going to sit down with Stan Caesar and uh, Tom Grasso to talk a lot about racing, especially Eagle is going topless. We'll find out next week. Thanks to Quaker Steak and Lube. Thanks to Taylor Computers and Repair. Rick Havenridge of Wealth Partners. Make sure you get your picks in on time on Sunday for the NASCAR race. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. And big thanks again to Joe's Carding for supporting the front stretch. Great times, great food. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs continues to offer the best wings, burgers, and steaks seven days a week, along with great daily specials. Mondays are Kids Night, where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree. Tuesdays is All You Can Eat Wings Night for just $17. Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays, and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or six boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par, 95 mile an hour fastball, bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track, professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17.